Hello, and welcome to the Italian Threat Intel Weekly Podcast for the week commencing the 14th of August, 2023. In InfoSec news this week, a threat actor has reportedly compromised close to 2,000 individual Citrix Netscaler servers in a massive campaign exploiting the critical severity remote code execution vulnerability, which is being tracked as CVE 2023-3519. More than 1,200 servers were backdoored before administrators installed the patch for this vulnerability and continue to be compromised because they've not been checked for signs of successful exploitation, according to researchers at Foxit, part of the NCC group. Researchers at the Dutch Institute for Vulnerability Disclosure, or DIVD, have discovered a large-scale campaign which planted web shells on Citrix Netscaler servers vulnerable to CVE 2023-3519, although the vulnerability received a patch back on July the 18th. Hackers have started exploiting it in the wild as a zero-day to execute code without authentication. Back on July the 21st, the Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency, or CISA, issued a warning that the vulnerability had been leveraged to breach critical infrastructure organizations in the US. Earlier in the month, the non-profit organization, the Shadow Server Foundation, found that the group had infected more than 640 Citrix Netscaler servers and planted web shells for remote access and persistence. Using the details about these backdoors, the aforementioned corporations were able to scan the internet for devices which had the web shells installed. Administrators can recognize their scans by checking the Citrix HTTP access logs for the user agent DVID 2023-00033. Initially, the scans considered only vulnerable systems, but later expanded to Citrix instances which received the update to address the CVE. This revealed that 1,952 Netscaler servers were backdoored with the same web shells, which were observed by Fox IT during the incident response engagements, indicating that the adversary used an automated method to exploit the vulnerability at an extremely large scale. In a larger context, the backdoored servers represent more than 6% of the almost 32,000 Citrix Netscaler instances vulnerable to the CVE at a global level when the campaign was active. According to the release, Europe is by far the most affected region, highlighting that of the top 10 affected countries, only two are from different regions of the world. Researchers warn that patched Netscaler servers can still have a backdoor and recommend administrators perform basic triage on their systems, with Mandiant releasing a scanner which looks for indicators of compromise related to attacks exploiting CVE 2023-3519. The researchers do caution, however, that running this script twice results in false positives because certain searches get written into the Netscaler logs whenever the script is run. A previously undetected attack method, which has been dubbed NoFilter, has been found to abuse the Windows Filtering Platform, or WFP, in order to achieve privilege escalation in the Windows operating system. To quote the release, if an attacker has the ability to execute code with admin privileges and the target is to perform LSASS stinkering, these privileges are not enough, according to a security researcher at Deep Instinct. Running at system authority is required. The techniques described in this research can escalate from admin to system. The findings were presented at the DEF CON security conference recently. The starting point of the research is an in-house tool known as RPC Mapper. The cybersecurity company used this to map remote procedure call methods, specifically those which invoke WinAPI, leading to the discovery of a method dubbed Open Token, which is part of WFP. WFP is a set of API and system services used to process network traffic and allow configuring filters that permit or block communications. 
Quote, the handle table of another process can be retrieved by calling the information process query. This table lists the tokens held by the process. The handles to these tokens can be duplicated for another process to escalate to system. While access tokens serve to identify the user involved when a privileged task is executed, a piece of malware running in user mode can access tokens of other processes using specific functions, and then use that token to launch a child process with system privileges. The aforementioned technique per the firm can be modified to perform the duplication in the kernel via WFP, making it both evasive and stealthy by leaving barely any evidence or logs. In other words, no filter can launch a new console as authority system or as another user which is logged onto the machine. And the developers of the Raccoon Stealer information-stealing malware strain have ended their six-month disappearance to promote a new 2.3 version of the malware to cybercriminals. Raccoon is one of the most well-known and widely used information-stealing malware families, having been around since 2019 and sold via a subscription model for $200 a month to various threat actors. The malware steals data from over 60 applications, including login credentials, credit card information, browsing history, cookies, and cryptocurrency wallet accounts. The project entered a period of uncertainty back in October last year when its primary author, Mark Sokolovsky, was arrested in the Netherlands, and the FBI took down the then malware as a services infrastructure. In a post to a hacker forum first spotted by VX Underground, the malware's current authors have reportedly informed the cyber criminal community that they are back, having spent their time, quote, working tirelessly to bring new features which will enrich the user experience. These new features were implemented after customer feedback requests and cybercrime trends, aiming to keep the malware in the top tier of the info-stealer market. According to a report issued by Cyberint, Raccoon 2.3 has introduced several quality of light and OPSEC improvements, which make it easier and, quote, safer to use, making it easier to use for less skilled threat actors and less likely for them to be traced by researchers and law enforcement. First, a new quick search tool in the Stealer dashboard allows malicious users to easily find specific stolen data and retrieve credentials, documents, or other stolen data from massive datasets. Secondly, the new version features a system which counters suspicious activities which might be related to security-assisting bots, such as multiple access events generated from the same IP. In these cases, Raccoon will automatically delete the corresponding records and update all client pads accordingly. Information stealers constitute a massive threat to both home users and businesses, as their widespread adoption by the cybercrime community ensures payloads are through a myriad of channels, reaching a large and diverse audience. As this type of malware not only steals credentials, but also cookies, it could also allow threat actors to use stolen session cookies to bypass multi-factor authentication and breach corporate networks which otherwise have a rather mature security posture. Once they establish a foothold on the network, it could lead to a wide variety of attacks, including data theft, ransomware, business email compromise scams, and cyber espionage. Thank you very much for listening to the Italian Threat Intel Weekly Podcast. Please don't hesitate to contact us should you wish to discuss any of the items outlined here, and thank you very much for listening.